Hi everyone, you're welcome to today's edition of the Total Woman Podcast. I remain your girl, Handmark, and you're welcome. So, how was your week? How's your weekend? Hope you had fun. Did you go to church? I hope you went to church. I'm a Christian. I'm passionate about God. So, naturally, I would only push you there. But guess what? Hope you had fun. And above all, hope it was impactful. So, we're waiting for feedback for our last talk the other time and if i remember correctly we stopped where um we were talking about purpose not necessarily being money but uh the fact that you need to find a purpose for living and you know and uh well i got talking with a few people prior to now and uh they were raising the reason why must must you really have purpose to be able to live a, 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 a thriving life? And the question is, really, do, how much of life do you really enjoy without purpose? The reason why I wake up in the morning. And if, if the only reason I wake up in the morning is to find money. Then after I find money, then what? What then do I do with the money? I think the purpose of purpose is fulfillment. And um, the whole concept of purpose itself is so you impact lives the necess- the reason why i have to find purpose the necessity of purpose in my life is the impact and the way i watch it impact other people's lives because i have come in contact with something and if we remember correctly last week we we're talking about the fact that some of your experiences alone the story you have to everybody has a story the story you have to share with a friend or that is enough impact i'm not saying everybody has to carry a microphone or everybody has to go somewhere shouting at the top of your voice and all that i met a particular woman oh i can't help but just tell you this so i met a woman who was preaching in a particular church that day and she said that if you're not a town crier then you're not yet a Christian because every Christian is supposed to be a town crier. And I just kept looking at myself and imagining if there was town crying somewhere in my nearest future. And I can't seem to see that happening going from one market square to the other with um, a, a, a megaphone shouting. My point being that we get a lot of different ideologies of what purpose should be. And if you're like me, who is a church girl, if you're like me, who you go a lot, a, a go to a lot of these programs here and there, and then you go and then you hear everybody's giving you their story and suddenly you feel as if there's something lacking in your life. There's something that you need to pursue in that particular pattern. There's something you need to do differently. And then we find people with crazy ideas of what their concept of purpose is. Excuse me. Their concept of purpose is, and you have to measure up or you're trying to match up to all that that has been said and you find yourself falling short so the question then is where is this purpose found we say find purpose find purpose you know it's not in the farm right you're not supposed to find purpose in the farm you don't find it in the market purpose is already the potentials that are god has already placed on your inside or whoever it is you believe i believe in god so god has placed already on my inside that i need to cash in on and if he's placing a demand on me to go forth and do certain things it means that it's already on in me he has put the potential there it's just for me to develop it and get it to the impact level 
So it means that what that thing that you really wish you could do or somebody should really do, you know, those conversations where you sit with people and they're telling you somebody really needs to do this. Somebody really needs to do this. Somebody really needs to do it. Guess what? The fact that you can actually see it and have a burden for it and you can actually see that it's falling short means that you could actually be that somebody who needs to do that. So the question is, why is it threatening to you that you can't be the somebody you're waiting for somebody somewhere to wake up somewhere to the realization that you already have already so why can't you do something about it there's something that you can contribute to it that in your little contribution can actually wake the person who you thought would be able to do it in your that first step of your contribution can actually wake that person up to get to doing it but guess what we are redundant in nature we're generally lazy so we like to fold our arms and keep grumbling about the government of today keep grumbling about what everybody your your work they know you as a chairman of grumbling in your workspace that they are supposed to be this this is supposed to be provided this is what are you doing about it they know you as the first person who complain about the government of today i'm a nigerian naturally nigeria what is going on in nigeria what is going on in Plateau state what is going on here what is going on there so we get we get to sit and just complain and complain and complain what are you doing about it get up on your Yes, I don't want to say that online. So just get up and get doing something. Go do something instead of being redundant. We're looking, everybody gets up, we wake up in the morning and then you're taught, the society has taught us you go to primary school, from primary school, you go to secondary school, from secondary school, you go to the university. Mostly you look for the course that it looks more lucrative and you study. And if you're unable to get the lucrative course, then guess what? You just go to whatever they give you. Let it not be that you do not go to school. So you go to the university, you finish or the polytechnic or the colleges of education. When you finish, you come back. The next stage for you to do is to for you is to now go and look for a job in government power status that we have people who have retired and a lot of blank spaces, but the government is not employing. Guess what? You now have a bigger reason for you to grumble about. The government is not employing. There's no job anywhere. How about start your own company? How about start that thing that has you've had a passion about? Do something. Just branch out. Step out. Put yourself out there. And guess what? It's not for the lazy man. I said most average. I, I Well, I can only speak for Christians. And uh, I'm from Nigeria. I'm from uh, Plateau State. We are middle belt, the middle belt. And I can only speak for us definitively. But I think there's something that the other people out there have that we don't have, which is we're very, we're very contented set of people. You know, you just want to go and work and then you come back and you, you have your job, your nine to five job and your eight to five job and it's paying you something. So you can't even want anything outside that. You have to live according to your means. You have to be very contented. You cannot do anything. You don't, you're not, you can't afford to have tastes. You cannot afford to want the better things of life, you know? So we can't even talk about designers, you know, Prada is out of your league, Chanel is out of your league do you understand you cannot afford to iphone is out of your league if you must do that as a young lady now it means that you must have a mugu somewhere you are an aristo somewhere you cop to go and be able to have do you understand you grow to have if you houses that have camry a toyota those camry those sports so you know you have your your ones have arrived you are you cannot be talking jeep because when you say you want a jeep to be able to move on the first thing they're telling you do you know how much a tire of a jeep is you know and all that mediocrity generally i'm just using this to sound out mediocrity so there are types of cars that are obtainable you know you don't why would you order a new car when your friend said he's going to say his car next year 
you start getting the money so that you collect it from your friend next year. A lot of things that we've accepted. So, you know, you don't even feel challenged in your mind because we've already accepted this syndrome that the society has sold us. That That is what is expected of you. And so greatness is out of it. We can't even talk of excellence. Excellence is, is a far-fetched concept. Greatness is out of it. So, and if if you're doing that, it means you're it's, 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 it's far-fetched. It's so far-fetched. So it's like the desires of your heart are not even supposed to be gratified at all. I, I want a new car. Is it a bad thing to want a new car? Because I want a new car, can't I be driven to do much more? And I know that more is obtainable, that I am made for more. It's not possible for me to be actually be made for more. I want more out of this life. I want more out of marriage. I want more out of my education. I want to do more. I think there is more on the inside of me that I have to offer. I think there is more. But the question is that, hey, you want more, then the moment life stares you in the face do something about it we recoil back into the mediocrity mindset and we coil back so they are literally not doing anything that could possibly make you qualify for more in any aspect of your life so at what point does this generation actually our generation actually wake up to the reality of actually doing more not the fast life not the the until you because of fast life we have a lot of internet scams that are getting everybody because of greed and the fast life you want to achieve this immediately how about growing something that will last building you are, do not be afraid to get your hands dirty build from scratch Will it actually hurt? If you're not, the job is not there and there's a kind of job you thought you deserve. There's a kind of job that you thought you want to make. And guess what? As you build, purpose is already found. You're building and you're also creating employment for other people. Is that so bad? I don't know. I just, there's this mediocrity mindset. So the question is, what drives a man to build from scratch? Purpose. And when I say man, sorry, I'm not really being gender sensitive here. I'm just saying a human being. What drives a human to build from scratch is purpose. I have found something that I can actually do. And I think there's a dimension to it that people have not taken cognizance to. And guess what? You realize that you're also a solution to a problem. By building from scratch, I'm also a solution to the employment. So I am being impactful. There's no purpose without impact. The whole concept of finding purpose for yourself is first of all what? To impact because you've discovered a problem and you have discovered that you're the solution of that problem. You have something to offer. Even if you're not the complete solution, you have something to contribute as a solution to that problem. It's not enough to discuss unemployment. In Africa, it's not enough to discuss the stereotype for women in Africa. What are you doing about it? Get yourself part of the conversations and get doing something about it. All we know is social media. We go and we, we join forces with every other person ranting and just being, and God will help us. God will help us. You know, I don't believe that that's what God is actually supposed meant for. God will, had as a, deposited a lot on the inside of his creation to be able to go ahead and do that. So now I'm going against the religious beliefs of a lot of people. God will do that. God will do that. Yes, God will do that. God will prompt you to do what you're supposed to do. But the hard work of it, the hard work of achieving your goals, the hard work of getting to where you want to, it's actually where you come in. So the point is, 
the foundation stage, you know, where you're, you're daring to, can I, would I, should I, you know, can I dare to do this? Can I dare to build a, set up a foundation for women? Can I dare to set up a foundation for kids? Can I dare to now open an NGO that caters to the type of education that I think is obtainable? Something that that's the the African child is at a disadvantage. It's not the African child is the the educational system of the African child is not grounded. It's not holistic. There's something that is missing. There's something that is driving. You see, I love the fact that they introduced this whole entrepreneurship that they brought to the universities and then now they're taking it to, to the tertiary institutions and they're taking it to the primary, to the secondary schools. Now, be, being that everybody should learn to build something, have a skill. It's good to be educated, but have a skill. So the lady in my house, I have a lady in my house, a young lady in my house who now does pedicure and she's learning to do nails and a lot of things and she's just she's in secondary school guess what she's already earning she does house calls if you're tired and you don't want to do she can come to your house and just come and arrange your legs your hands and paint them and do everything and you pay her to do that she already has a business before she finishes secondary school the other lady now, what we're talking about, she says she, she, she genuinely enjoys cleaning. And I said, do you understand that you can actually have a cleaning service business that goes to people's houses and cleans up for them while they're at work? People who don't want to hire the help, uh, go through the trouble of hiring help that comes constantly because they don't want to go through the hassle, but just a cleaning service agents agency that sends people twice a week in their houses to clean and we've already started working on that and she's still in secondary school businesses that people are not exploring so i stumbled upon a man who had who is a i'm not sure a vulcanizer yes yeah vulcanizers i think vulcanizers are those people who actually put air in tires right good he has like 20 in town different st uh, stalls for uh that and 20 and every day everybody gives him 500 naira well that's nigerian anyway 500 naira every day for that and they run it and they run the foil and they do everything 500 naira times 20 at least for for just doing that and it's changed that he just decided to and it, it didn't even start as a business he was like all these young young people that are not doing anything find something for them to do on the streets and suddenly he has a business that is running I was talking to a friend of mine. He said, yeah, he, he what he felt was that a, a place where you gather people, young boys to come and have something to do. So he has opened a car wash that gets people to get these young, young people instead of being redundant on the streets. And then we, we, we reduce. Well, so if, if they go, go there and every month, they, just what they do for him was they, they give him 12,000 there. And he says he uses it for subscription. His yes, his subscription, something like that. And that's what he does with it. But majorly because that's what he wanted to do. So he goes there and supervises and he gets talking with these young people. And because he's now giving them something to do, he's not just their boss, but he's now becoming a friend and a mentor, a mentoring space. That he now mentors young people and teaching them and helping them to, to find themselves. And there is there's dignity in labor. Something our generation finds very difficult to do. Dignity in labor. You want to be a fashion designer. You want to... We have very, very big dreams, but we don't bring them down to applicable steps and how to achieve them on a daily basis. So you're waiting for... um 
if only I could get about three million naira, maybe I'll start something. Or if I could get about six million naira, if I could get, ha. That's why I love the Bible, you know, because it says, "Ask Moses, what do you have in your hands?" So the question, let's start. Let's know I, when we say purpose, it looks so far fetched. How about what do you have in your hands? What are you doing? What can you do? And how are we channeling it? Number one, how can it sustain itself? Number two, how does it impact your community and your generation at a time like this? I was talking to a friend of mine today and I was so, I was so disappointed because the typical civil service um, syndrome, I realized it was drowning him out, you know, where you just go to work from nine to five and then you come back home and you're so tired. So you have nothing to offer to your family or your friends or anything. So you plan to eat, then rest, then go, go to sleep by eight and wake up by seven. So that, what sleep do you need from eight to seven, by the way? 8 p.m. You are asleep. You want you wake up by seven and you're saying hi. You're very tired. You can't wait for a weekend. What were you? What is your brain capacity you're supposed to be used for? And when I say it, some people are thinking of business. Purpose is not business. Books, the, the books unwritten. Ideas unsold. So I learned, I, I stumbled upon somebody who told me he wrote a poem and he sold it for 1.5 million. And I was like, wow, I need to take this writing thing more serious. But whoever reads it, he commands the attention and gets your, your, he gets you to shut down for a moment to actually read what he has written on that, on that, in that poem. And you get to think through it, you know, and you're like, wow. So this, this is a perspective that I've not seen. Guess what? That's the whole idea of the books books unwritten perspectives unexplored all of it in your head take note all of it in your head so when people are sleeping you should be writing do me just write ideas write you do realize that even if you can write you can actually edit and people get paid for editing you have a good command of english edit speeches write people should bring an edit and get paid for it at least you're already impacting somebody knows that eh, i'm not i don't do well i don't write well i don't do my english is not very good write it the crude version let somebody sit and edit it for you yes i have a friend who does good in that if you want if you think that's a problem guess what you pay us for us to do that for you there are a lot of things that can be actually done hmm. a cousin of mine from the village came to town and he said he wanted to open a laundry shop. I said, it's okay. That's a very good one. He went and got a store. When I say, I don't want to say room. It's a, it's a store. A small store that he started with. He didn't even have bed. All he, The only money he had to, to buy bed, he used it to make a table and blankets. So his first bed, and he was a student, he's a student's, at the university so he had nothing he just left the village and with a dream he came that table was his bed he was lying down on that table and started laundry services called us that day to come and pray with him as he wants to start he wants to launch and all that it was a very neglected area with jesus joy and gladness he's a graduate now i'm talking about four years ago 
four to five years ago. He's now a graduate, just graduated yesterday from the University of Jos with a degree. And he has a full-blown laundromat now. He has a, a bike that he does delivery, does your work, and you pay for delivery services, and he goes to drop it at your place. Anywhere you want him to do. And if you want him to handle laundry from your house, he can go and attend to it. He now has workers. So he has a full-blown laundromat, but also has a place where he's staying now. So he's no longer sleeping on the table. He just came with a dream. He just came with a dream. So the question is that those dreams... Are, and, and I also have another person who was hoping to start that business that has not taken off. That's like seven years ago. That till date has not taken off. He's looking for money. But this one came and refused. Used the money. He was supposed to stay in hostel to rent a place and was going from there. Instead of hostel accommodation. What are you doing? To start is hard. But it doesn't mean that you can't sustain it. The reason why we don't even come into circles where we would, can actually make genuine impact is the point is that we, don't, we lack discipline. We lack the discipline to actually pursue. Discipline in pursuit. I met a lady who started a business and uh, she had started the business and she was selling bags and she sold the bags. She came and they were all sold out. Not all of them paid her all at once, but she had calculated her profit already and spent her profit. So she could not go and buy new sets of bags, but she was waiting for the people owing her to bring the money first before she go and buy the bags for the next batch of business. Is that how you do business? You spend profit first. No, it is that let the you convert the money you go and buy to continue so that the capital you don't touch capital now. So the first thing you remove is capital. That's what I'm talking about. The discipline you've not disciplined your stomach, you've not disciplined your uh, uh, disciplined attitude. You've, you you just want to eat. We always say that our typical, you um, want to chill. Every little money you have, you want to chill. You want to chill. Let's go chill. Let's, there's this new spot that is open. There's, you know, it's money that funds all those lifestyles. You're in a hurry to become what you're not yet there. You're in a hurry to attain a level that you're not yet there. Grind. Dignity in labor. Grind hard. Not the type you grind and you're announcing. No. Grind hard. And gradually grow yourself. It's not necessary for everybody to know what you're doing. Just as long as you're growing. So, if I've not said anything today, I want you to take back the fact that today I'm addressing the deterrent of purpose, which is you yourself. You are the first deterrent of purpose. The lack of discipline, the lack of, the lack of discipline and the lack of tenacity. So what if I fail today? I started this and it didn't work out. So what? At least I know that this is not the way to do it. Fear of failure. Even if it doesn't work today, at least I'm confident of one thing, that this is not the way to follow. So I'm supposed to go back. 
restructure. You know this GPS system in cars that when you even when you take a wrong turn, what does it say? Recalibrating, recalculating. So you recalculate again. So you go back to the drawing board. Go back to the drawing board. Check what I did right and what I didn't get to right. Okay, this is the point where I messed it up. Okay, let's try it again. Let's see if I adjust adjust to this. <laughs> maybe I'm saying this because maybe I'm from a science background, but I do realize that every experiment you start doesn't necessarily work become a, a success immediately. At some point, you have to fail to understand what you're not supposed to do. But the fear of failure has gotten our souls caged. That we don't even realize that there are a lot of things that we should have. If you decide to take a step back to look, it's so painful that you failed. You wasted your money. You did this. You did that. So what? You wasted your money to get knowledge. And the knowledge is that this is not how to do it. So the mistakes are meant for you to learn from them. So I'd like to round up today by saying, um, take stock of your life, where you are at now in this purpose journey of yours. Take stock of your life and find out what did not work. Instead of evaluating it with the bias of pain and failure, do me a favor, go back and evaluate, self-evaluate. But this time around, trying to find what went wrong and how to make necessary adjustments then try again be willing to try again so that you this time around can test the theory of what you believe went wrong and how you can adjust it and guess what even if it still doesn't work one thing i'm confident about is that a growth growth has been achieved and a growth mindset is beginning to develop on the inside of you Let's break the let's break the circle of lack of growth. Let's break the circle of fear of failure. Let's break the circle of procrastination. Let's break the circle of mediocrity. Let's make up your mind that it starts with me and it ends with me. Whatever failure, whatever fear of failure, whatever lack of um what would I say? Lack of tenacity I inherited from wherever society, lineage, my ancestry, my parents, what we were unable to, all of that. Let it foil your desire. What I should have had if only my parents had done this. No, nobody owes you that. You owe yourself that. So let it, instead of grumbling and complaining and joining the narrative of those grumbling and complaining people who never really achieve much, so you end up becoming a philosopher. Let let it fuel your 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 resolve to make sure that it ends with you and set a different foundation for yourself. Refuse to inherit it. Set a different foundation for yourself and push making the decision that it ends with me. I need to be better. I must be better. I must do better. A growth mindset that makes you, brings you to the place of daily growth and daily impact. I must grow. Taking stock of myself every day, making sure that there has been a growth. Even if it's not tangible or visible, at least on the inside of me, I'm gaining capacity. 
that's why you see companies even take people for capacity building. That when you've been doing the same thing you've been doing over and over, there's redundancy that comes. Let's go together and let's... That, guess what? That's why we go to church. Iron sharpened iron. At some point, you hear a testimony that encourages you. At some point, you get something that just... Something that sparks your creativity. Something that challenges your standpoint, challenges your philosophy, challenges your perspective enough to want to do better. Now, that was, that's a growth mindset. So today, if I've done nothing else, let me be that I've challenged your mediocrity mindset. So I want us to get, I want to hear feedback from us. Some of us who have actually made the effort to break that jinx and have failed and are still trying again. Maybe your success story or your failure story can go forth, forth to encourage somebody out there who is still struggling with the fear of failure. And you're willing to reevaluate alone to tell you that maybe, just maybe, you're coming out of that fear of failure. And guess what? I've realized that all this put together that we've been talking about today can actually just consti constitute a mental block in your mind. So your creativity is not flowing out because you have a mental block. And the mental block is you yourself. So we've just basically acknowledged and ascertained that the first problem you have to finding purpose is actually you because of the mediocrity mindset you have accepted. So... With these few points of mine, I hope that I've challenged your bottom line enough for you to want to do better in this journey of life. And get back to me, please. Somebody should just reach reach out. Reach out. It wouldn't hurt on our social media platforms and Facebook and Instagram at the Total Woman Podcast. Waiting to hear back from you. I hope I've challenged you enough. Bye. Peace out.